Um, the, well, I don't know. I think I can move a little closer. I don't feel it I, That's okay, I can move it. Here we Close, go. Close, uh... That should work. I just need to speak up a little. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't even know where the damn, uh... Where the, uh... Microphones are on this thing. I don't know either. Okay, But so, it looks like it's... Hey, up. I think it's on this side, so I'm gonna turn it here. Maybe it'll be a little bit easier. Okay. Test one, two. One, two, one, two. Hey! Whoa, that's too loud. Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Living the Scream, the behind the scenes of The, the Mummy, Mummy and, and the, the Monkey, Monkey Show with your host and hostess. I'm Janet Decay, the Mummy. And I'm uh, Grim Gory, the Monkey. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, so Janet James sitting again in the comfort of our own living room uh, here in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, the pumpkins are glowing. By the warm orange glow of the pumpkin uh, lights in our in our fireplace. Um, it's around 9 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Uh, we watch, just watched X-Files. It's our new Wednesday night tradition because they brought X-Files back and we're huge fans. Woohoo! So, and X-Files is like my favorite. Favorite modern TV show ever. Yeah, since it came out in the 90s. Since it came out, like, I remember being, you know, teenage Janet, yeah. having a crush on Mulder, and just thinking Mulder and Scully were so cute together. Fox is such a fox. He was so foxy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going <laughs> to... still look great. We got a lot to talk about tonight, as always. Well, we really don't, but we're going to pretend like we do. No, and we, uh, stuff. we do. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, but before we start, we have to do our uh, traditional, well, we call it a show shot. But uh, no shots today. Right now, we're, we're just having beers. We're foregoing the shot for a, a tasty brewski. Um, what beer did you pick? I picked my tried and true uh, urine water uh, that is known as Bud Light. People don't. I'm, I'm a big Bud Light fan, so it goes down smooth, and that's why I like it. What are you drinking? Oh, Bud Light. What's your beer. poison? Just like my 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 pick, um, they can be referred to as beer scented or yeah, beer scented water. water. There you go. It's a PBR in a glass bottle. That's the only way to drink it. Mine is uh, in a can, and it, I have it in a cinema wasteland koozie. It's my favorite thing to to have. So PBR gonna... stands for Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's right, and we're uh, if you didn't know, and uh, we're uh, so instead of the uh, the clink of the glasses, uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna do this uh, shot, show shot with the opening of the beer with my the, the, the lid here. So here we go. Ready and ah, there you go. Crack that baby open. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Mmm, that's good. I think yeah, it's really good. It's tasty. So, what gives? What's uh? Let's what we want to talk about what we did. So uh, we shot video of for season three. Woohoo! Finally. So we have almost all the video we need for season three, episode one of the Mummy and the Monkey Show. Mm-hmm. Um, we pretty much all the scenes where Grim Gory and Janet Takei are together, we shot on Monday night. Yeah, there's still some more Grim Gory stuff to shoot, quite a bit actually, but. We have to get that done, hopefully, by this weekend. But it's easier for you to just yeah. put your costume on and be grim gory because you're just putting on the mask and the jacket. It's just. There's that word well, just Not again. just, but 
Because you have to get into character, too, but it's well, less... Um, it's less prep time to get ready. Yeah, ready. less prep time, because for, for Janet Decay, it's like a whole process to get made up. Right. And um, this might be too much TMI, but... That would be... It's just redundant. It's TMI. It might be TMI. But sometimes when I get dressed up as Janet Decay, I don't like to eat a lot of food because I'm not... You know, I'm wearing that whole getup, and I don't want to look bloated, and I try to suck it in, and... Fart a lot less than you usually do. Right, and you don't want to be farty or gassy. Mm. You eat a lot of weird foods or drink pop or something. Mm. Um, so, yeah, when we do our shoot, I, I don't eat anything until after we're done. Oh, that's true. That's true. Sorry. So that uh, way I could pig out and not have to wear that little getup. <laughs> I'm Grimgore. I'm a fat monkey, so I can eat whatever I want. Well, you're more clothed anyway, so it's not going to show. Well, yeah. I know how to, to drape everything so it doesn't show. But anyway, yeah, so we had fun. Uh, actually, had to put together a lot of there's a lot of props in this episode. Uh, tons of stuff that we had to uh, kind of find and put together last minute. Yeah, and there was a lot of house, because I, I uh, usually take Mondays off to get stuff done at home, but there was a yeah. lot of housework, and I had to get the studio prepped. Um, and we just had, like, it, it was a mess. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, we're like most normal people. I don't know yeah. why that's such a big thing that I'm sure that at any given time, if you go over most people's house, looks like a bomb hit it. Right. I mean, no one... I Only mean, until they know companies coming over. Houses they, are to live in. Right. So our house was a little lived in, but there's some things I had to go through and or, organize. Oh, excuse me. Now I'm the one like almost ah. burping here. Just as long as your abode is not a commode. You know? <laughs> that's what I say. So, yeah, I was happy to get the studio set up, and you were awesome with putting the props together. I love doing that. I had to put together a few uh, goofy things, and, you know, if you watch the episode, you'll see. It's just little stuff that uh, that we used throughout the uh, the, the episode. Um, uh, and we the movie we're showing, we didn't really mention it on the... Uh, when we As we taped, we just say we have a really bad movie for you, kind of kept it open, because, quite frankly, we, didn't, we weren't sure what we were going to use, but... I did find it, and I started at, found it, I found it, I did find it. Well, we discussed it, and I told you that I trust you with picking out the movie. Just well, let me know what you decide on. There's a lot of movies. And if you wanted me to download it, yeah. because there's some movies I had already downloaded from, like, those public domain websites. Yeah, there's a movie that I, I found, and I've never, I mean, I know there's a lot of movies I haven't heard of, but I was at a flea market, and I found this movie. It's one of these dollar movies, you know, the Dollar General or Dollar Tree sold. Back in the day. Yeah, and it's called Voodoo Black Exorcist. That sounds really, like, exploitive. It sounds like an exploitation movie or something, you know, a black exploitation movie from the 70s. But it's not anything like that. I think it's an Italian movie or maybe? I I really have to double check, but I think yeah, it's a foreign film. Yeah, foreign film, and it's dubbed terribly. But but beautiful because it's but, dubbed terribly. But wonderful because it's terrible. And I'm sure it might have another name, but I've never seen this movie ever. And you know, because a lot if of these. If only there's some way. Yeah, let me we'll see look if I can up. Google it real quick. Yeah, hopefully while you know, you're talking. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I probably did get released under the, under another name. Although the, the title that's on there doesn't look like a superimposed one. Like when they usually re-release these films, you could tell they just superimpose a title that doesn't belong on there. Is there even voodoo in this movie? Well, the yeah, because remember the the, the it's about a mummy who is buried in a cave. Oh, here we go. And um, he's found by some archaeologists, and they bring the the uh, coffin, which looks more like an African coffin, 
uh, onto the uh, like it looks like a giant African mask almost, like those uh, the you know the fetish masks or whatever you call them, and uh, the ceremonial masks. And uh, they they bring him onto this cruise ship, and he comes to life because of course one of the women on there looks like this wife of his. There's a woman he knew back in uh, Egypt uh, when he cavorted around the desert with her. Uh, who was beheaded because they thought she was a witch. And it's some really weird uh, mix of stuff. So, of course, there's a woman that looks just like this it's woman. It's a Spanish film, actually. Okay. So this is from 1974. But then if I scroll down, it says 75. So maybe they put it in English in 75. Hey, close enough. But the Spanish title is actually Voodoo... And I might be butchering this. You will. Voodoo Sangriento. A blood sangria. Voodoo sangriento. Yeah, uh, bl voodoo bl or blood voodoo. Blood voodoo. Probably bloody voodoo. I think like sangria is blood wine. So. Yeah, and it's it's a mummy movie, and actually, um, before we had our mummy and monkey show, when I was still hosting the daughter of the ghoul, we actually played this movie because you. Um, I found it, and I, this, you found the DVD and gave it to yeah. the producer. I said, "Here's a movie that no one's ever heard of. I'm sure we'll be okay to show it." And they, he did. He put some sound effects in it and used it. But, you know, I feel like I since I found this movie in, in, in quotations or whatever you call it, um, well, since, I want to use it. And since, yeah, it was on The Daughter of the Ghoul, so and that's that wasn't our show. No we want to use it for our own show. And who knows who's seen that. And if, I, don't, I don't know many people have seen that episode of Daughter of the Ghoul or any... And no one's probably ever seen this movie, so at least it's kind of new that way. Yeah, and I, I don't remember seeing any other hosts, and, and I'm sure they might have, but... I, I don't, don't know. It's just so... It doesn't even... Cause usually, it's so different and unusual. Yeah, I, I would always think I'm going to pull a lot of our movies that we show from these compilations of movies that they put out, like Mill Creek, and there's a couple other ones that put out compilations of movies, like... Cartoons you see them in a Dollar Tree or oh yeah sometimes like um, Target or Walmart you yeah. can find those box sets of all the like crappy. fifty or a hundred movie horror movies and we have a ton of those because we just love all of it and if you read a lot, a lot of them have repeat uh, titles because it's always the same sort of you know movies that you know I'd say in these cases fifty to hundred movies but this one doesn't appear on any of these things so. But it's definitely in that uh, Dollar Tree type of, uh, you know, generic See, packaging. So. And I miss when Dollar Tree would have those. Mm -hmm. um, like the really cheap, crappy DVDs for a buck. Before they had those, you, they used to have crappy VHS for a dollar. Like the old cartoons, yeah. like Betty Boop and stuff. You know, and I had and I had sort of an idea, and I'm not, and hopefully I don't give anything away, but hey, if someone could figure it out, more power to you. But since they were, I guess, I don't know what the logistics are when, when these movies are sold in a Dollar Tree for a dollar a piece. But I thought it would be cool to be like, if, if we could <laughs> do a, sort of our own version of like when uh, Elvira used to release uh, movies on VHS, she would just do an intro and an outro, I think, and the movie would be shown in its entire in its entirety with no and no kind of interruptions or skits or anything or even sound effects, but uh, but it would be branded Elvira's movie macabre or whatever it is, and it's just her sort of doing an opening intro like a rap and an outro. Yeah, I I, would, have... I, I thought it'd be cool. You know, before I even started doing with this, I thought I was wondering if I could do like a grim gory when I was just thinking about doing a show. If I get a hold of Dollar Tree or however you figure out how to do it get the rights to distribute these movies and do that. Be sold in Dollar Trees as, you know, Grim Gory's the host of this movie and you can go to Dollar Tree and buy this movie for a buck. Yeah. You know? I, that's, that, that would 
be a fun idea to do. Um, but yeah, speaking of the Elvira thing, I was testing out a VCR today and was playing an old Elvira. It wasn't like a regular episode. She didn't have the in-between raps. Right. It was just the intro and the outro. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. Like, I w I w it would be cool if we could do something like that. You know, if we can't release but, our whole show. The dollar stores don't even sell DVDs like that anymore. Well, they might, though. They might. I know. I was. I had this idea when it was in its height. Like, well, you know, we'd have the, to talk to some fat cat executives. <laughs> You'd have to get the, the 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 product made up. Hopefully, everything cleared so you can use whatever it is that you're using movie wise. And uh, but see, so you can kind of do that on YouTube now. I mean, you're not getting paid for it. But, well, but you would well, be responsible. When people buy our merchandise directly yes, from us, from, then right. we're making some money from off of our it. DVDs. And yeah. speaking of that, we did have um, on our store envy page, and it's linked to our Mummy a Monkey site. Mm -hmm. We do have DVDs for sale. I had a I had um, a fan Ooh. just recently buy five of our DVDs. So um, thank you, Tom. I hope you enjoy them. Thanks, thanks, Tom. thanks for your order and for supporting the Mummy and the Monkey. And if you're interested in knowing more about what we do. About the mummy and the monkey, you can find us at themummyandthemonkey.com. Themummyandthemonkey.com. You can do that while you're listening right now. Check us out. <laughs> Check out our uh, our website. Yes. Our uh, our store links are our, posted there. YouTube right. channels. What he said. Our our um, social media, uh, YouTube channel, our store envy page, mm -hmm. eBay store page for all our other stuff that is unrelated to mummy and monkey. Right. Um, but it helps support the cause, regardless. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate uh, hearing from you too. If you want to write us, send us an email at themummyandthemonkey at gmail .com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll get this next episode, which will be the first episode of season three. The movie will be Voodoo Black Exorcist. That's official, and I'm do working on sound bites. At, you know, probably tonight I'll probably throw some more in there. Um, so it'll be. All new Mummy and Monkey uh, storyline. Uh, really good one too this time. It's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a lot. We're having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, this one involved multiple characters, mm -hmm. um, multiple sets. So when I say that I have to get our studio ready, we have each wall of the studio is a whole nother set. Right. So we have our shared Mummy and Monkey set. Which is just, you know, the background with the monster cutouts and the collage. Right. Um, there's Janet Decay's Rotten Reel set, which has an 1800s couch, my, my full-size sarcophagus, my shelves of skulls. Um, and then we have a new character set for, um, should we say the character? Yeah, it's a returning for character, sort of. Uh, he appeared in, I think, episode two of season one. His name was Barney Bone Dust. And uh, he was a, a, a person who auditioned uh, to be maybe, you know, Cleveland's first horror host back in 1958 at the Cinematary, um, according to us. <laughs> um, yeah, the show that never was. Uh, Grimm has a whole stack of reels uh, from this time period that he calls his uh, not-so-famous monsters. And uh, there will be a, not, a new not-so-famous monster segment, too. But Barney boned us audition in 1958. And never left, and you'll hear all, never left the cemetery, and you'll hear the whole story unraveled right on this next episode, so. Yeah, so we have Barney Bone Dust and yeah. another character that comes back. Oh. And then we've got a couple scenes with Cliff, 
um, that we still need to shoot. Yeah, the, our puppet mascot, or our, our show announcer, Cliff Jablonski, the uh, Red Demon mm-hmm. from somewhere. and then The uh, certain ethnic demon. Yeah, we have to put Renfield in there somewhere, too. Janet's uh, staff slash buddy, the little bad, on, bad head on a stick. Oh, yeah, well, we'll put him in the next episode. Uh, yeah. I think I think we're okay with him sitting this one out. Yeah. He doesn't show up in every video, but right, right. He's he's kind of there chilling out. Um, and then we have a a green screen wall. Um, so it, it was like, and then making sure that we have enough extension cords and making sure all the lights are where they need to be and. A lot of switching back and forth for just the two of us. It's so much fun. But all the fun we, stuff. we love it. We yeah. do. There, there's times where we'll get cranky. and. You know, I was watching some of the <laughs> uh, the uh, raw footage that we shoot. And we call it raw footage because we haven't edited it yet. And uh, there's some stuff. Whoa, man. I don't know if it's ever going to. Uh, it's not It's not like fighting stuff. It's dirty stuff we're saying. Pretty funny stuff. Oops, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff that would make make people blush, and it's be, and it's nothing I'm saying. It's yeah, stuff you're saying. I have a dirty mouth behind the scenes. That sounds terrible, but yeah, I have a bad, a filthy little mouth. I have a filthy trucker mouth. I will swear a lot, but you do swear a lot. I do swear a lot, but not for the podcast, not for the show, no. not for YouTube. I just think that there's a lot of independent filmmakers that have a lot of swearing in their videos already and a lot of movie reviewers that already do that so i just didn't find it necessary but yeah in real life i swear a lot right <laughs> no s huh yeah no, no shrimp no shrimp that's yeah, another <laughs> radio guy so um yeah but um yeah so we had fun doing this episode and uh i think we're gonna plan the next episode did not come out so takes so long to do it might be a kind of a quickie format might be something we've already stuff we've already filmed yeah um, we, i brought um, that up before too but you didn't like that idea well we'll, we'll see we'll it'll see. make it quicker well we need to <laughs> um well for for the the start of season three we want it to be a little more over the top a little more involved in going on and then um for some other episodes we want to make it easier to shoot or easier to put together right and then we're, we still need to uh get a webcam yeah. to possibly do like a facebook live or not facebook live uh a youtube live we could do a facebook live too but i do youtube because they archive YouTube, it. you can yeah it'll share it. it'll save it where it's shareable because you could you could share a youtube video and on facebook but not on vice versa facebook but a lot of people watch youtube a ton of people watch it yeah but you could share the the link on facebook right right watch. that's what i'm saying it's right. shareable but so if even if you're not on facebook people could still go on youtube and watch righteous so uh yeah so that the uh, but Back to this episode. Um, so we got you know a whole new storyline going on. You know uh, between you know for the Mummy the Monkey. I'm working on a new Creechy Comics uh, segment. You got a Rotten Reel segment coming up that mm -hmm. you know in the show, and the Not So Famous Monsters. So the format's going to stick stick to that. You have all this stuff. It'll be a nice hour and a half show, ninety minute show. Right. Jam packed. See, and, and sometimes I get really frustrated because, um, you know, people message us saying, hey, when is this going to come out? And then um, I always think, oh, man, some people have a weekly show all the time. But Shouldn't we be doing more video? But it, it, it takes time, and it's it's uh, a lot to do. And, and it's just you and I doing and it And it's, well. it's just us 
producing it, putting the video together, right. setting Produced, up the lighting, direct. dressing up in costume, getting props. into character, making props. Yeah, playing multiple characters. Uh, you know, and it's and you know, adding you know, editing the film, the movie, so it doesn't show any nudity or any swear words, and then putting and the then sound trying drops to, in. And trying to make sure it's it's appropriate, like where we're it's, yeah. we're not uh, using anything that's copywritten. Yeah, well, that we don't know. And then, and then even it. when you upload a public domain movie, sometimes YouTube will ding you and take it down anyway. Right. So it's it's a lot of just like a lot of crap. A lot well, of that's at the end after you do it all, and then that's and then it gets rejected off of the YouTube. But hopefully we won't have that problem with this episode because we're not going to use anything that we think is copywritten or might be copywritten. You know, so and and, I, and if, as long as we know everything's cool, I can always file a dispute, and then after a while they'll drop mm, it. Right. But it's just it gets it's so irritating where you do all that work, yeah. you try to do your homework homework and make sure it's done right and then someone's like oh wait a minute i own that well and it's it can like happen. it's like no no you don't shut up the, the rules have to exist the way they do just to protect everybody and then you go in and when you have those cases like that and that's at least they have the dispute if they if there was like hey whoever if someone claimed this and there's no way to dispute it that would suck right but because people have the uh the you know the ability to actually File dispute, and it just worked on the last thing we did the, on that uh, on the movie that you put mystery movie. Yeah, our mystery monster movie we uploaded. Did we talk about this that time? I think we, we talked it. about it last podcast or two. But podcasts just finished the. Ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. But anyway, the mystery monster movie, which is something that you guys can watch um, in between seasons. It was more like a winter time. It's a one-off special. Yeah, just like a one-off. We might thing. we might do other ones, but yeah, it, but it's not a it's not part of our sh our, our not part of the regular season. Right, it's just sort of a, a special. Just something to watch, and it was uh, a lot of clips from conventions that we didn't yeah. get to use. Yeah, mummy monkey footage that we never really use, and we might not use unless we do something like that with it. Kind of, yeah. So it was like a mummy and monkey clip uh, show. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of fun, and and what the heck was it? Oh, it was Curse of the Aztec Mummy. Yeah. So now you know the mystery. <laughs> yeah. So someone claimed that they had they owned a part of the movie. It was really weird. Right, but but I confronted them and I filed a dispute. I even emailed the company that claimed to own it, mm -hmm. and it was um, they're based out of Florida. Doesn't they, matter too much detail. Anyway, anyway, yes. Condense that. Yeah. So the the gist of it is yes. So we're trying our best not to have to run in that problem. But I, you never know until you upload it because actually, the first time we uploaded that movie, that's not what we got. We didn't get dinged for that. It was when we when we re-uploaded after we changed what we got dinged for. With some music stuff that you know, some obscure you know music. I went and created my our own music, my own music so, on, so a, we went on my computer and uploaded your own original. We uploaded the whole thing again, and it, then it got thing for the movie. The second, you know. Yeah, yeah, but so it's that, it's why? good now. It's good yeah, now. We're good. So and that that's what's most important. Pardon it worked me. out. <laughs> and um, well, my nose. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's real though. That's what's going on. Um, a few good things, Mummy and Monkey related. I uh, put together an article and submitted it to Grindhouse Purgatory Magazine. Yes. So that is in the next issue of Grindhouse Purgatory, and that magazine is put together by um, a gentleman that goes by 42nd Street Pete. And, and our pastor. Yeah, and he's the guy that married us. <laughs> he's also a registered pastor. Um, but the cool thing is, so he, this guy in the 70s, worked on 42nd Street in New York, uh, New York City, 
The during, religious district. <laughs> during. Oh, a lot during, of people on their knees, so. Oh my gosh. What? Oh, they're not praying. Let, oh. me, let me finish my sentence, please. Go ahead. I'm trying to inject some comedy. Sure. Get a real serious. Go ahead. So, so during, like um, they had all the adult movie houses, um, all the all the grindhouse movie things. So he worked in like all these different kinds of movie houses. He's also worked with wrestlers. Um, this guy's got some cool stories. So now he puts a, a magazine together where he'll put together articles, and then he has a few people, you know, submit other articles. So I put one together about horror hosting. Cool. So there's some shout-outs to other horror hosts in oh. there, and the article is called uh, "From the Boob Tube to YouTube." Nice. Is is horror hosting dead? From the boob tube to YouTube. Wow, sounds interesting. Now you read that whole thing to me, so I know it's really good. But yeah, so you should look up, look it up, pick it up. You can, if you're local, you can pick up a copy in our shop when it comes out. But we have back issues, so. Yes. Of um, Grindhouse Purgatory. I think he also has it on Amazon. If you just, I'm sure ah. if you just Google Grindhouse Purgatory, you should be able to get a copy. So. Yeah. Now I wonder that that, that the title for that so it reminds me of Cinema Wasteland. It's like his version of that title. Mm-hmm. Cinema Wasteland, Grindhouse Purgatory. And he's also a guest at Cinema Wasteland. I like it. They go hand in hand perfectly. And that's how I first met Pete. Like ten years ago, so yeah, really nice guy, good friend. So um, we're happy to be in it. Excellent dude. Yeah, and For sure. um, on top of that, I, I mentioned it before, but the winter edition of uh, Gnarly Magazine is still out. Yeah, they release it's uh, quarterly, so every quarter they have a new magazine, and that's uh, Custom Culture. And then we have an interview in there. Mm. Um, a nice like two or three pages. It's like three pages full of photos, like yeah. full page spreads, pages all in color with the white reversed out type. Really cool article. Maybe the best one that anyone's done on us yet. I'd say. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool that uh, getting getting uh, some stuff out there to kind of uh, make our presence known. I hope. Yeah, I love it. That, thank you, Gnarly Magazine. That's really so really thank neat. Thank you, Gnarly Magazine. Thank you, Grindhouse yeah. Purgatory. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? I had other things in mind I wanted to discuss, and I need to, like, start writing a list of things down. And Yeah, we can do that next time. We sort of uh, just don't want a, another week to pass by without putting another show out because people clamor for them. We can't believe it. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> we appreciate our listeners out there. Yeah, but if anyone, you know, is out there and they, and they really want to hear our show, why should we, you know, deny them of that? Exactly. <laughs> But uh, but we love talking anyway, so, you know. Oh, um, something I wanted to discuss, because you know how, so we put our DVDs together, we put our t-shirts together. Right. Um, there's people on YouTube that are talking about Amazon merch and mm -hmm. Printful and all, the, all these other sites where they do, like, print on demand. Yeah. But Don't make any money off of that. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, we have a local t-shirt shop. They make t-shirts for us so we could put them online. Mm -hmm. So you're paying money up front, but I think it's going to be less fees in the end for oh people my that gosh. are interested in merchandise. Yeah, I, I opened up a shop, which I'm hoping to, uh, it was an online store called Cleveland Stein, and it's still up on Zazzle, uh, as far as I know. But anyway, the, the, the idea there was just to, uh, I put together, as a graphic designer, uh, I gathered a bunch of logos from old papers, culled them, if you will, from old newspapers, of uh, 
uh, Cleveland, you know, local Cleveland businesses that are de are defunct from the, like the 60s, 70s, and 80s. They're not around anymore. So I just kind of redrew them in, in the Adobe Illustrator program uh, and got them, you know, just scanned in this logo, blew it up, and then kind of redrew it. I guess you want to call it trace. But I had to, you know, do all the vector points and everything and, and make this thing look like the logo. Uh, Gold Circle, Huff Bakery. Uh, giant tiger like a, a lot of these like old gray drugs you know all these old cleveland <laughs> stores and businesses and stuff um that are gone now uh and i wanted to put those on a t-shirt and i opened up there's there should there still might be a shop on zazzle if you google it uh called clevenstein uh, nostalgia and um yeah i mean uh i i think i, I don't even know if anyone ordered i know that a few people ordered some pick and pay ones and stuff like that uh, there was an old grocery store from here, but like for every, like I think the t-shirt's like 24 bucks and I might get a dollar or two from each t-shirt. They get all the rest because they have to print it. You know, they supply the shirt, the printing method and the shipping. So yeah, at that point you, yeah, I mean, you get nothing. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, you have to pay money up front to get stuff made. But if you, if you don't go through something like that, on if, print, if you print don't on demand, do you put nothing up, you just upload the design but and then they, you're not getting as much back you don't get anything yeah you, yeah. Don't, you pretty much don't get anything you have to sell thousands of shirts to make a hundred dollars you know yeah it's crazy but um yeah so as opposed to you know putting the money up front like you said paying for mm -hmm. you know x amount of merchandise what you do with the dvds and the t-shirts and anything else we right and we, we'll order stuff in small batches as as we think people might want them right um but it's it's not that I prefer having the merchandise and being able to see what the t-shirts look like, the quality of it. Right. Um, that's the same That's the same reason why I don't get involved in the drop shipping. But. That's right. Oh, you hear that? Oh. Oh, my gosh. That means... Wow, that, that went by fast. And that means it's time to uh, put this uh, first part of Living the Screen... Screen? Screen. Living the Screen... Uh, you know, be done with it and uh, gear up. We'll take a break. Play another spooky story, which I put between these segments. Stay tuned for part two. That's right, and we'll see you on the flip side, everybody. I'm watching you all close up through my telescope. I can see you there straining and awaiting for my next terror tale. This is the big warning. If you ain't heard about him yet, watch out. The ghost mice is coming. Yes, they're a coming. The ghost mice from outer space. <laughs> oh, yes, about a thousand years ago, the red demon farms were the fire ghosts on the flaming planet Thorm. In the far heavens was overrun with the venomous little beasties. They come up out of the bowels of the Thorm. Millions of them clawing and gnawing and scampering up out of the caverns and the craters. They started to eat. They ate everything inside, yes. They ate the scrumpets and the squilligens or the fire ghosts. And they ate up all the diffy brogs and quine flames. They roost amidst the tall molt on the banks of the Putland Gloosh. They 
Rivenet their way into the ashy glom, where the plague gnomes abide. Hey, yes. Oh, and nothing stopped them. Nothing. And nothing could fill them up or satisfy their hunger, cause everything they ate turned into nothing. Oh, 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 terrible. Then one day, old Morblog, the high priest of the flame trolls, and his presidium of waving green canatoles, held a meeting and decided to send the bitter plague of mice down to eat us mortals off the earth. Yes, they lured all the growing herds of ghost mice into big glittering space wagons and blasted them. Spinning out into space, whooping down toward the Earth. And they've been blasting them off at us for over a thousand years. And this morning, the very first of them horrible, glittery space wagons come a-whistling down, like a shed caught in the gusty fist of a cyclone, thrashed open on the face of the field where a farmer was a-plowing and spewed its nasty cargo, all squealing and squeaking out all the land. It was delightful, <laughs> yes, yes, exciting, you oh, Cause the first thing they did was to eat the farmer, yeah, oh, they ate the farmer, yes. They ran at him and <laughs> ate him up. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. They ate him up vicious-like and left him a-standing there, tooth-clean, a skeleton in rags. <laughs> then they ate his mules tied there into the plow, and they foraged on, eating up every little thing as they went, leaving nothing anywhere but quick piles of bones. Oh, oh, oh bones, yes. Look, an endless line of the wicked space wagons is a-coming in fast now. I can spot them through my telescope. Listen, there's one a-landing out there. Hear it? There's another. Closer this time. And there's another. Out by the village, they're crashing in everywhere, swooping down into the cities, plowing into the towns and hamlets, belching out great waves of the ghosts everywhere. Nasty little things. Soft, squidgy, like little bags of mush with sharp, sore teeth in their long snoots. Oh, yes, yes. You can hear them. They're everywhere about you. They're annoying into your kitchens right now. They're coming out of your record players, scampering all over your living rooms. Yes, jump into your airplanes, start up your heli... And get into a submarine. Oh, 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 oh,
How you doing on that beer? Doing good. I think I'm just okay. I don't think I need to Good? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just enjoying the one as a treat. And how's uh, the uh, internet? Oh, I was just checking updates on the Facebook. Well, you want to put that down because we're back, baby. We're, we're back. back. I'm, welcome back to Living the Scream. Hope you enjoyed uh, that uh, little scary ghost story in between uh, segments. I found this really cool record that uh, it's like this old sea hag. It's from the late 50s. Wait, what'd you call me? Sea hag. Hey! Not you. I said the woman telling this story, the stories I'm pulling from this old sea hag record. It's pretty neat. So she's the old sea hag. Yeah, not you, please. Yikes. Sea hag, where? There. But no, 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 please. You know, you're not. Well, thank you. Mm -mm. I hope not. Too beautiful to be a sea hag, baby. Oh, <laughs> getting all mushy on the show. Thanks, Puddin'. Um, yeah, so, uh, okay, so we're back. We are and back. And we have a whole other half hour to kill, so sharpen up your knives and let's go. Let's do some. So we get to talk about the reselling part. If you want to. Since we've talked about the mummy and mummy <laughs> stuff. What's going on in that front, Janet? <laughs> so we. Um, we had a Craigslist ad out, which oh boy. was taken down within... You took it down. I but, took it down within a day. But now, okay, but, so set so, it up. So, so set it up. The idea... Set up so the, the idea was yeah. to try to get more cool stuff. Yeah. Like retro electronics that I think that we could flip and... Um, or just electronics in general. And just electronics in, in general for the store and for online. Right. So... I, I put out an ad that it just said, we buy old electronics, right. call or text Jim. And the phone blew up. And um, we did we did uh, uh, buy some cool stuff off right. of a local person. Um, and then a loco person. And called. then a loco person called. L-O-C-O. Yeah, and that was a little weird. But, um, well, there, someone wanted, and uh, well, we won't get into the, the other part of it, like why even this product, but they had something that you thought, without mentioning who they were and what they had, but they had something you thought was new and had some sort of packaging with it. Yeah, I was under the impression that an item was new and I thought the price was right. Or newish, yeah. And um, when they brought the item in, it was pretty much broken. And it was in an old box, some random cardboard box. It was not intact it didn't have certain uh, accessories um and it just was a sort of a whole thing it, it was reeked missing of, it reeked of cigarette smoke <laughs> i mean it was just a lot going on and i'm just rolling my eyes but not but not trying to be too jerky about it and because i could tell on jan's face that yeah this was something that maybe should have just have been hey bring it in and we'll look at it instead of saying yeah i'll buy it for this you know Lesson learned. Yeah, it was a misunderstanding. So I, I'm I'm learning what not to do they, they never, with that. They left uh, looking for the accessories to go with it, and uh, never returned that day. We which we thought okay maybe they couldn't find it or just they just thought it was too much back and forth. But uh, they did try to call you back or you know. Yeah, the phone blew up the next day. Um, well, the weird thing too is that regarding the same item. There were multiple phones being used, so that was kind of weird. Yeah, we were getting um, texts and calls from multiple phone numbers regarding this same item. Mm -hmm. So I thought that to be a little odd. Just, yeah, just strange. So but, yeah. uh, a little bit later, we did respond back and just say that we're going to pass. Right. We were no longer interested. Right. So, you know, you live and you learn in this game, so... 
So, yeah. <laughs> and, you, you, and you promptly took the ad down. I did. And um, I think we're good on that type of inventory for now. Um, and then later on, I might put another one out saying, right. yeah, something else. But we're, we learned what not to do with that. Yeah. Well, we'll see how much we learn. But, we'll see. But, yeah. So, that was a lesson learned. And interesting, though. It definitely, you know, it, it facilitates very interesting moments, to say the least. There's more that went on with it. Uh, and, and I just, you know, I couldn't help myself but imitate what I saw. But it was interesting. You know, very interesting slice of humanity let's put it that way but anyway yeah you um <laughs> characters and you know in a good way yeah we run into some interesting characters there were a few that i wish we would have gotten on tape at the time that would have been like the anthony guy was that his name anthony i don't tony anthony what was that guy oh that yeah. dude was the best that might have been the most uh, that was the character. that was the weirdest but i can't Oh, no, boy. no, no, no. We won't get into that. No, he was in, you know, but I don't think he'll ever Just we'll some ever interesting stories and interesting people. And I'm surprised some of these people don't come back. I'm really shocked. Shh. But, yeah. <laughs> nah. Trust me, they're not listening. If they are, then what's up, man? We they might be. Yeah, but yeah, I, got nothing bad. I've got nothing, I got nothing bad to say. Um, <laughs> it's I all said good. interesting, you know. It's all good. It's just very interesting. Yeah, eclectic uh, yeah. group of folks. Oh, a, 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 a mix. But, yeah. um, what else? Oh, I did go ahead. So, oh, yeah. we, we built up our eBay inventory where I, I had a basic store where I can have 250 listings a month for X amount of monies. Well, I was surpassing that where they wanted to charge me per listing. And it was like, it would have been way too much to list all the stuff. So I upped the ante. But you're getting carried away, though, with listing all the time. You put our house up there last week for sale. No, I you're didn't. You're getting carried away. <laughs> yeah, of course you didn't. It's a joke. But anyway. Only if we were to move to Florida or somewhere warm. Oh, boy. Still got Florida <laughs> on your mind. One day that stayed. The me. beach. Yeah, well, it, it was nice. We had a great time in Florida, and I hope we, we can return someday soon. But, but um, yeah, so I upped it. Now we can list up to 1,000 items per month. Woohoo! Which is like, wow, I gotta find more stuff. Jeez, but stuff that's gonna sell. But I also have trick. to move more stuff. So oh I was God. also going through some listings that I've had up for a while and I was lowering the prices and trying to price a little more competitively. So I did move some more things. Good. Move, and move them out of the door, not from one side of the room to the other. Yes, yeah. yes, out the door. Yes. So I sold pants. Woohoo, pants. And um, a cr The Crow. Remember the movie The Crow from the 90s? The uh -huh. first one? Uh -huh. With Brandon Lee. Um, it was a movie still, like a press kit type of thing. So that sold um, some cool Doc Martens boots, retro Barbie stuff, PlayStation 1 games. All kind of, very, again, an, an eclectic mix of... Old yeah. things of items. Good so for you. Having some fun with that and, um, you know, putting more out there on the social medias. Yes. And our one year anniversary of the Thrift Crypt shop is approaching. Oh my God. I can't That's believe right. it's been a year already. It flew right by. It really has. It's been, it's been. Mm -hmm. Now you put a, you put an event together that's going to be like um, just a one year anniversary thing. Yeah. Yeah, just like a one year anniversary sale. Anniver anniversary. 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 I said city. Anniversary. This this Bud Light's going right to my head. It is. Jeez. It is. Your beer scented water. Oh my gosh. 
I'm plowed already from one beer. Woo! So I'll have some snacks in the shop. I'll have like some sales going on. Um, what type of sales? I don't know what yet. Hey, soupy sales. Soupy. <laughs> it's an old comedian. It's it's not, it's an inside joke. I don't know job. what you're. Yeah, who? I, I don't that even went know. Over my head. Maybe yeah. Well, that's okay. It's just a dumb. It's a bad joke. There, there's an old uh, TV guy named. You never heard of Soupy Sales? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, it was. He's kind of like you know how we know all this stuff about uh, horror hosts from uh, like Zachary. Well, he was the sort of the Barnaby, let's say, of, of from New York State area. Soupy okay. Sales, but yeah, he was a comedian. I, I too, don't know, you know him. Anyway. Sorry, I'll have to look him up. Okay. Anyway, joke anyway. overexplained. Yes, it was. <laughs> I oh, ruined boy. your joke. I'm you sorry. didn't ruin it. You didn't get it. What are you I doing? Why are you looking at that part of you? What? <laughs> I was adjusting my shirt. Oh my! I'm allowed to look at me. Me too. <laughs> All right. But um, yeah, some some good stuff going on with that, and we learned from some I experiences. Hope. I'm, I, but you know what? The thing that there was more to learn. But we're also making some good connections. Yeah. Um, a store regular and another local, um, he said he has some stuff, too, that might be cool. Yeah, so when's, we'll that other, when's the punk stuff and all that coming up? Um, that's this Saturday. We're meeting with oh. a guy that um, says he has some stuff that he wants to get rid of. Wow. Which might be really cool. So this will be interesting. Coolio. It's, uh, I kind of... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. It's good making those kind of connections to, to source. It is. It is. Because, I mean, like, we were at a local Goodwill to just today. Right. And their pricing sucks. Yeah, their merch is all... I mean, the whole store's tore up. And uh, anything you find, like, they had a, a, a vintage, like, Radio Shack talking Robbie. It was a little robot guy. It's a robot. But he didn't have the remote control. Well, why would they? they Everything was broken and dirty. What and... was funny is we, when we first walked in on the ledge by the doorway, there were some jeans sitting there on the hangar. I think know? it was like Rock Republic, one of those like designer jeans. And you're like, jeans. ooh, what are these? And they were sitting there like someone just abandoned these jeans still on the hangar right next to the door because why? Well, I'm looking at these jeans and they looked really cool. The brand was cool. But the price was not. No. They wanted $40 for these, like, I think it was Rock Republic. Jeez. If you can find them for 10 or 20 bucks, you might be able to sell them for 30 or 40 online. Right, as a reseller. But yeah, but but when a Goodwill store is asking $40 they, for a pair of damn jeans. They looked them up, and they know what they got. No way. Well, not for you. Not, but for, not, a, not, not for me as a reseller. Maybe if I just really liked the jeans and wanted them. Yeah, but there used to be a time but when, even, when you would go into a thrift store, and the thrift stores were put together for people who couldn't afford, or families that couldn't afford, you know, stuff at a retail store. But now these prices are retail. Well, there's other, but there's other Goodwills where they just have a whole rack of jeans, and they say jeans four X bucks money, or yeah. five bucks, right? Which is more reasonable. Um, and right. then maybe you could find some designer brands for five right. bucks that you could resell. You're, but you're but you're looking at it from a reseller's point of view. Well, even not a reseller's point of view, someone that's on a budget that's trying to find. Well, something you shouldn't be buying forty dollars jeans from anybody then. No. Whether in the store or in a Goodwill or at, <laughs> or at Kohl's or no, online. No, no. If it's something that's designer that you really want, by all means, go and do it. But 
I just can't justify myself. But they're a even business. Even for me, they're not just they're not buying charity. jeans for forty dollars. They, they pretend to be charity, but they're a business. I'm I'm very thrifty, even if I'm not reselling. So what? And it would be not good business policy to to know something looks worth work looking up like those jeans. I mean, just looking at me like, hmm, those could be worth something. They did. They looked it up. They found out what the going price was. They slapped that price on there because they want to make top dollar. But this is the thing. Everything they get to them is donated I know this, for free. We get it. Everyone Everything knows that. Everything they get is donated for free. Right. And I wish they would just go, oh, those so, are jeans. They go in the $4 jeans. So pile. when people say, like, technically, I guess by law, they are a charity, but ultimately, they're a greedy corporation. Well, what? Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with the word. I mean, corporation is synonymous with being greedy. I mean, that's nothing new. Anyway. Let's not get into in all that. Just, just my two, my yeah. thoughts, but inflation. It should be four cents inflation. I was just really surprised by this because one in particular because of the neighborhood it's in. Well, it's, it's it's yeah, it's a, it's a lower income neighborhood. I don't know who's affording half of that stuff. And if you're buying forty dollars jeans, you might want to consider moving to a new neighborhood if you can afford that. Right. But uh, yeah, we even uh, we got dinner. We tried we tried to coordinate, so we went to the to the. Uh, so this Goodwill, I'm like, well, we can go to uh, one of my favorite local restaurants in Cleveland. It's called Mr. Hero. And there's one on the street close to this place, and I'm like, we'll go there. And uh, they didn't have anything you liked there. You thought they did, but so you went to Taco Bell. Your, uh, you I know, went your favorite. To, I went to my favorite go-to. I went to Taco yeah. Bell. Yep. So we wanted to get food to bring back home to plop in front of the TV and watch X Files. My cheesy gordita crunch uh, with and, beans instead of beef. Yep. Oh, and that. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry. You're Green. burping up beef. Oh, I'm no, or I'm what? chicken. Chicken. Grilled chicken. Did you get Philly. the chicken Philly? Yes. Yes, I got the grilled chicken Philly with mushrooms and onions and, and, and green peppers and Swiss cheese. All grilled, extra long, like I like it. It was delicious. That's what she said. I was in heaven. In heaven. <laughs> they used to have like a pita sandwich that I liked and they don't anymore. So, so you're, a, you're a pita eater? What? You eat pita? You're a pita eater. Sure, whatever you say. Bong. What oh, what time is it? I hear the clock striking. <laughs> One of our cats whopped their head onto the... Did he bump into the... He bumped his head on, to, on somewhere. And bumped the guitar. On the guitar, yeah. Yeah, I keep a guitar here by the fireplace. I don't know, just to strum on it and come up with some stuff. Who knows? There you go. A little musical treat for you. You could have did a little fake clap. Yay! All right. <laughs> there you go. That's all you get for free, and then you got to pay for the for more of that. But uh, yeah, so I do tinker on the six string every now and then, and it helps provide music for uh, background music for our, our show. For the show, yeah. yeah. So there's some uh, some James originals. Yes, there on is. The and the Whether show. you know or not, when you listen mixed to some in of the it. background, show of it, show of it is, show of it is. Use a lot of it on that uh, the the monster mystery movie uh, in between the breaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some uh, so surf, some surf type, some like kind of you know rock and roll surf music. Exactly. Instru instrumental, no singing. Right. You don't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> so, ooh, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, we're plugging away here at the business. You know, hopefully it uh, picks up in the store somewhere. We have to. Come I'm gonna up with give some... it another year, yeah. and we'll see how it goes. Um, good thing is, you know, keeping our heads above water. We're not like making some waves if we can. <laughs> yeah. 
you're quoting the, it was at the uh, we're, good we're not times. in the red, we're in the black with, with the biz. And once you um, go black. Wow. What? In business. You, hopefully you never go back because you don't want to go to red. <laughs> it's not a bad thing to say. Business-wise. Yes. 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 Yeah. There's that term in the black it and is the red. A, it is a real term. Um, <laughs> conventions. Oh my gosh. It's convention season. So in the next day or two, I am paying for the reservations for Cinema Wasteland. And we need to make our hotel reservations. And I have to go over the paperwork for Monster Bash 2018. Well, that I can't wait for either. I mean, they got two good ones coming up. Horror Hound Weekend, I think we're going to have to skip the this Cincy March. The one we won't be able to see because they've got company. But we might be able to go to the one in September. Which would be different for us. Completely different. We've never gone to the one out there. Nope. And that'll be interesting. It's Indiana, right? They always have That's that That's the there. one in Indiana. Um, I don't believe they do a horror host hall of fame out there. They I, don't. I don't know what festivities they have over there. So it'll be interesting. Just like Wasteland doesn't do a Miss Wasteland in, in spring. They always do that in October. The second show. They didn't do one in October this time. Well, because were there any contestants? Uh, they didn't even have the... the, the oh, it was all about Pete's birthday this time. Yeah, so I think maybe they pushed it back to spring. 42nd Street Pete, they celebrated his birthday. And that went on for a while, which was really neat. They had people roasting him. And even I got called... Grim Gory got called on stage and just choked. It was really bad and kind of funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Because it was, what am I going to say bad about the guy? Even in jest, I don't know. You know, th these guys were just... You know, they, they have more of that relationship with him than we do. Um... Because I like the guy. Because so. I'm not used to roasts. Like, I'm not... It's like, oh, okay, they just make fun of you a I lot. prefer a grill rather than a roast. Yeah, I like grills over roasts. Yes. <laughs> or a deep fry. Um, so, fry yeah, baby. we're excited about the conventions coming up. Um, there might be um, other events, too, but I'm, I'm not quite sure. I'm flushing, you know, trying to get everything put together with that. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, should I read the email I sent to... To who? So, remember when I was going through trying to look up oh. contact information just for the heck of it? Oh, wait, that's a good thing to talk about. Yeah, even though we're online and we're trying to build a following online because and we're doing things it's the biggest our channel. Our way. And doing everything our way and with creative control. Yes. Um, I thought, well, just for the heck of it, I'll try emailing some of the local stations. Right. And I'll start with Fox 8. So, Fox 8, Channel 8 here in Cleveland, Ohio, a local news station, they advertise because they used to show the original horror movie host, Goulardi. So, in their recent in the ads, in the mid-60s, yeah. So, in their recent ad, they were showing Goulardi clips and talking about it. But they you don't mean have, like their promo for the station. Yeah, it was like one of their promos. They had Goulardi. Why would they? Oh, they show Goulardi like you know. Yeah, we had this on like, here. Like we're Cleveland Zone, and oh, yeah. and it's like, well, wait a minute, you're not showing Cleveland Zone anymore. Right, and the Hulahan or Big Chuck and Little John show, which was formerly the Hulahan and Big Chuck show, which was on for over like forty some years, uh, went off the air in two thousand six. Their Big Chuck and Little John do have a half-hour skit show that airs 11.30 at night on Sunday nights on Fox 8. But that's it. Cleveland has doesn't have a late-night horror host anymore. No. Um, horror host show. Akron still does. Son of Ghoul is still on TV in Akron, Ohio. For 30-some years. And, so and he's going. doing good down there. But Incredible. Cleveland channels, they don't have anybody. Yeah. So the... The email was titled, or the subject of it was, It's Alive! A Cleveland Late Night TV Tradition. Should I read it real quick? Yeah, please. Okay. It's awesome. 
This was sent out four days ago. I've received no response, but if I do get any response from them, I will read it on the next podcast. Yes. So, uh, Goulardi, Houlihan and Big Chuck, The Ghoul, Big Chuck and Little John. Since the early 1960s, Cleveland has had a late night movie show. Our city has had over 50 years of fun entertainment. And as Clevelanders, it's part of our rich history to have a late night movie host. In Des Moines, Iowa on Fox 8, Marlena Midnight and Robin Graves host a show called Midnight Mausoleum. MeTV has Spanguli syndicated nationwide. And Dr. Paul Bearer hosts B-grade horror flicks in Tampa, Florida on the CW. This tradition needs to come back to our city. What's old can be cool again. And as fans of local TV and the horror host genre, our program, The Mummy and the Monkey, want to revive this very Cleveland type of show. If these other cities have popular local movie hosts airing every weekend, why is Fox 8 Cleveland behind on this trend? We're the new monsters on the block, The Mummy and the Monkey Show. Grim Gory is the monkey, Janet Decay is the mummy. We are willing and ready to revive this lost Cleveland art. Enclose our photos and our link. Thank you for your time and looking forward to hearing back. Well, I didn't hear back yet. Right. But I thought, why not? I mean, worst case scenario, they reject us or ignore it. Right. And hopefully that, you know, who knows? I mean, would it would it be cool to be on Cleveland TV late at night? Sure, that'd be great. I mean, it would be like following in the footsteps of some greats and whether it would be great or not, who knows? But we would like to give it a shot. But realistically, they just want to sell airtime. Well, so they, they'd rather sell an infomercial. Well, if that's what they that's what they have to do. They, there's yeah. no free. It has to be paid for by somebody. Sponsors, you know, that, that's what it is. I mean, the, the TV shows would be, I get. I don't even know how they... they so they have sales other people. businesses would sponsor us. Well, or just have salespeople look at the show and go, yeah, you know what, I'll just take a clip of the show. Or they just have to have a way to explain to these clients, hey, we have this show called The Mummy and the Monkey Show. That's a horror host show like Goulardi. Would you like to advertise, uh, you know, um, oh, you know, during it? And you, they call up. They, they, they have to go out and, and hit up multiple clients. Uh, or maybe they already have stuff built in. I'm not really sure how the game works. But all they have to do is fill those that airtime, however long the show is, up with the right, you know, uh, the paying... Uh, sponsors and then that pays for the airtime yeah but with network television there's all kinds of network standards and practices that have to be met um and rule and regulations and um they'd have to screen everything we'd have to screen it depending on what you closed captioned that well that yeah that's a whole area and depending on a whole nother animal but yeah i still like even though the internet i think in my opinion is probably the best way to do it it's got it's and the to most gain freedom. followers from all over and have your own freedom. I, I still think back of those old TV days. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of you do too if you remember growing up with a movie host back in the day. So I just thought, what the hell, I'll email. And uh, one time I contacted WBNX, which is Channel 55 out here, and they told me their schedule was full. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I've already said this, and I know this, and it's just figuring out how to harness this and, and actually do something with it. But it's never been more easy, I should say, in a way, uh, technically, to, to do something you want to do for a living, uh, you, especially in the entertainment field, because you can post a song, a video, a, a drawing, anything you want that you do, and it could take you to the next level just overnight. You have that much access to the world now. We never had, no one ever had that before. 
the, the advent of the internet. The internet has opened up so many doors, and that's also the downside. It's opened up so too many, like so many doors. Like everyone's doors opened it up, so it's harder and harder to get noticed. Um, and we can't go. We're not going. We're, we won't go into it right now. But um, the, the whole the perception of what you do, like let's say what we do for uh, as for example, especially specifically what we do. Our show is an hour and a half long, sometimes two hours. And if you ask someone, would they watch a two-hour movie show? Well, of course. I mean, you would think that they would say, yeah. But some people say on YouTube that's too long. Although, you'll just, on the same rectangular monitor, uh, switch over to Netflix and watch 8 to 13 hours straight of something. Because it's not a movie. It's too... It's, I just don't understand the difference. It's really weird logic because, yeah, there's people that will binge watch for like... All these hours. Right, complain about then, an eighteen-minute video. That's too long. It's not ten. But minutes. then they complain <laughs> that the videos are too long on YouTube. It's on YouTube, yeah. What? But what's the difference? Where you, whatever you're watching, the, the entertainment is streamed. I might have already been saying this stuff. We've before. complained about it a little yeah, bit. Before, I, I, yeah, I don't feel like ranting on this right now. But I, you know, I, I it just that, that line is slow. Those lines are slowly getting blurred, which is good because I think people understand or start to understand more and more that they have the power. To uh, turn on what they want when they want mm -hmm. and watch it at their own pace, you know. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like, if my sixty-nine-year-old mom can watch videos on YouTube, she loves YouTube. She'll spend hours watching it. She's even watched our. That videos. was the problem with with cable companies for the longest time was that you could not cherry pick your what you want to to pay for. Well, you pay for your ISP, and, and you have the YouTube, which is chock full of. Things that should be on there and things that shouldn't be on there, but you can watch them <laughs> but until they get taken down or whatever. Right. But they're there. You watch whenever you want. But I guess there's um, some horror hosts that are now on Amazon, which I'm not sure how Amazon is set up with. with huh. That might be, I don't know if that's like a new Netflix type of thing, but the Gooligans are on there. Um, oh, so you can pay to watch them? You pay a subscription to Amazon and then you can watch these shows. Oh, Gooligans is on there? Yeah, they are. They're on Amazon Prime. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't know if it I'd might be set up like their merch were made or Does like Amazon the monetization. Pay them? Well, that, this is what I'm saying, and I have to go into the detail or look into the details. But it might be set up like Amazon merch, where you don't get a lot out of it, uh, or like the YouTube monetization where they get the lion's share. Yeah, where you get almost nothing. But at least it's another platform for people to try out. You know, there's options. Um, and, and back in the day when Netflix first started out, a lot of indie filmmakers were able to get on Netflix. They were just looking for original content. They, they just wanted content from and that whoever. that would be exclusive, to, right, to their Ex channel. Right, and now they don't even want to talk to you unless if you have a big budget or a big producer backing you or That's something. That's too bad because, yeah, I remember when they were asking for that kind of stuff, and now it's just like... Because there well, used to be a lot of cool, weird, independent films on Netflix, like when I first signed up for a long time ago. Yeah, well... You know, but YouTube still is that unless they change uh, what the kind you know the rules about content and things like oh, that. But that reminds me, and I, I don't think I mentioned it before. Oh, but I did mention it in a YouTube live video last week. Um, so YouTube is changing where you have to have at least a thousand subscription, uh, a thousand one sorry one thousand subscribers to get monetized, and so many views. I think like forty thousand views. Yeah. Um, we have about, right now, 700 subscribers, and growing, though, because it seems like every day we're getting a couple more. Right. 
So it's it's it is building up. It is growing. Right. Um, but soon we will not be monetized. And that's you know nothing. But, you know, that means only nothing to anyone but us. And since we've signed up for monetization, we've only made five bucks. Woo-hoo! But you have to make at least a hundred dollars for them to write you a check. Right. So. So it, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, and we're not you know. And we're we, not if, like if that if that somehow we we might not make it money that's fine but. You know, this is a place, to, like a repository, and this is our portfolio. Well, to the customers that, that buy the merchandise, that's what makes the most impact. It's, to me, it's the music yeah. model. It's a music industry model. You don't make a lot of money selling your albums, because once your album's out there on MP, you know, out there it's digitally, someone will copy and spread. But it's the merchandise. It's the concerts, the live performances, and the, uh, yeah. you know, and the, the, the parking lot stuff, whatever, they, the, you know, the parking, the, you know, the merchandise, all that's where they make their money now. So it's like, hey... We have something good for you to see. Come out and see it. Here it is. Listen to it. If you like it, come see us. And that's we got. That's why we should be thinking about doing a live show. You know. Well, we're we're wanting we're, we're not for pay, but you know. we'll figure something out. Anyway. Yeah, we'll fig- we we always do. Well, there's that dang music again, boy. It just always comes around this time <laughs> of the show. But it's a reminder that hey, it's time to wrap up the show. This edition of. Living, Living the, the Scream! I want to thank you for joining us tonight. I want to thank uh, Splattertude for their opening songs. Charlie thank Hodges for the end song. Thank you, Dino E. Welt from Horror Town. For posting this stuff for us. And the Dino and Ted Show. Yeah, check that out on Horror Town. Uh, Horror on Town on iTunes. Yeah. Or check out their YouTube channel. That's right. And uh, and check us out on themummyandthemonkey.com. So thanks so much for listening to us babble. That's right. We uh, love listening to you listen to us. So, or whatever. Wait, what'd you say? We love, we love, uh, we, you know. I'm so confused. And I'm so, this one can of beer got me going. Yeah, we're lightweights now. I'm about to pass out in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a good night, everyone, and we'll hear you next time, or you'll hear us next time on Living the Scream. <laughs> See you later, alligators. It's easier to say It's easier to say, girl I said it's easier to say Cause you fell.